If you're planning a wedding, then this is a podcast for you with two shows per week and hosted by comedian and author Alicia McCormick. She'll help you become a bride chilla, make you laugh, and realize chair covers are ridiculous. I don't know if you are like me that you have had a short week at work. If you're listening to this when I recorded it, it's the week after Easter and uh, in England where I live, we had a four-day week last week and a four-day week this week, which I actually think, now I'm going to get psychological on you here, but I think it's sort of sort of damaging in a way. It's amazing. I'm not dissing the public holiday weekend, but it's psychological warfare when it comes to going, oh, it's a short week. And last week to me went really slowly because you knew the holiday was coming. And this week's even slower. I don't know what it is. It's like, get me to the weekend. Don't wish your life away. My dad, Dave McCormack, is always saying, don't wish your life away. You never know when it's going to end. It's a bit down. But, uh, you know, I agree with him. Every day should be lived to the maximum. But also, weekends are really nice. I'm Alicia, the host of the Save the Date Wedding Podcast. I'm delighted to be sharing this Friday quickie episode with you. If you are new to the show, welcome. I talk about weddings and other stuff. As people will say, I help people become bride chillers. Mainly women become bride chillers, groom chillers, maid chillers, and every other chiller you can think of. It's all about making your life easier, having a good time, and listening to a couple of my stories along the way. I'm so excited. Next week, you are getting... I hope I'm excited. I hope you're excited about hearing this. Next week, you are getting an episode a day. I normally produce three episodes of the show per week. Monday is an interview episode. Thursday is Q and A, and Friday is Friday Quickie. But next week, I am doing a Q and A episode every day. Hold on to your hats, people. Hold on to your undies. It's going to go off. So I am stoked to be uh, getting your feedback. Maybe you're going to like it. Maybe you're going to go. No, it's too much, Alicia. Overload. Leave it alone. Go back to three. Well, actually, I will go back to three because I can't physically sustain five a week. But I'd love to hear your feedback if you liked five a week. Maybe in the future, when things change, I might do that. I don't know. I like to hear your feedback, full stop. If you are following me on Instagram, you would have seen this week I'm doing a fabulous, can I say that again? Fabulous giveaway. God, I love giving stuff away. Sometimes I don't want to just boast here because it's not charity and it's not charity I'm not sure I'm not talking about charity but when sometimes when you order things from me with uh from the save the date podcast.com store sometimes I like to sneakily add an extra thing to your order now that doesn't make me I end up being like out of pocket doing that and this is not like a hero speech I'm giving here I just like giving you stuff I really enjoy giving away things so I have partnered with ecoflower it's a wonderful brand who uh make 100% recycled bouquets and it's not like old flowers I don't want you to get the wrong impression they're made out of wood and they smell beautiful they're made out of lots of different recycled materials they're gorgeous and it means that you can use the bouquet forever and ever and ever like longer than our lifespan because we are all as I hate to admit mortals I've mentioned twice uh death twice already on this podcast I don't know what's going on with me um we are giving away together uh, Rachel is giving away from Ecoflower. She's giving away a bouquet. It's beautiful. And I'm giving away a bride chiller tote bag. And all we are asking you to do, like this couldn't get any more simple, is follow both of us on the Insta, on the Instagram, and then also tag a friend, could be a maid chiller, 
could be another fellow bride chiller, someone that you think would appreciate possibly winning this or helping you win it. It's a really nice way to spread the love and also I just am so delighted to partner with EcoFlower because I think that the company totally represents what I am doing. And that is saying don't waste stuff, keep things, do your best. But I also love flowers, but I know for many people, flowers, the budget for flowers is really hardcore small for what you actually can get. And I also am a great believer that we waste a lot when it comes to weddings. And I think this is a wonderful way to have a lovely bouquet and then also keep it and look at it, put it in a nice vase, do whatever you want with it. Lovely. There it is. So head to the Instagram uh, if you're looking for my page. It is, uh, well, look, it's pretty obvious. It's Instagram.com slash Alicia McCormack, A-L-E-I-S-H-A-M-C-C-O-R-M-A-C-K. Do you know what? I used to do this bit of stand-up. I'm going to get to your Q&A in two seconds. I used to do a bit of stand-up about my dad and how my dad, when I think old people, and I'm not going to do it any justice because I'm sitting alone in a room, not in front of a crowd, and I don't really remember the bit. But it used to be about how my dad likes to spell things out. I think people get to a certain age where they feel the need to, when they're telling a story about someone, instead of just saying, oh, I went to see Dr. Quinn, it would be dad would go, Dr. Quinn, that's Q-U-I-N-N. And you go, yeah, okay, I get it. I don't, you don't need to spell shit out to me. He's obsessed. And when we went back to Australia, Rich tapped me on the, to the table because he's heard me do this bit of stand-up so much uh, that... You know, dad started spelling out, I don't know, it's Peter Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. I'm like, who the fuck cares? Why are you spelling this stuff out? There's no need. We don't need to know how to spell his name. There's no point in my life where I'm going to be going and searching for Peter Jenkins. And if I do, I think I can figure out how to spell Jenkins. Unless it's some sort of, you know, silent cue with, you know, who cares? Who cares? Anyway, there it is. I've just spelled my name out, so I'm probably on a slow decline to uh, well maturity and old age oh that is uh oh you didn't need to hear me sigh stop apologizing i am going to be answering a couple of questions that's what we're here for friday quickie if you're new which maybe you are maybe you've followed me on the instagram and you've said i'm going to download this thing and see what she's talking about i usually try and catch up on a couple of things and i am delighted to give you an update of something I was quite panicked about yesterday. And a little a little update, Kate, lovely listener Kate, bride chiller Kate, got in touch with me quite panicked and left me a voicemail basically saying that she had been let down by her dressmaker. And the dressmaker had accidentally, in the nicest way possible, I'm going to say it, fucked her dress. She's getting married next Thursday. Get it? That is one week's time from right now. Now, I don't care how bride chiller you are, and I know from reading her message and listening to her voice message, going, listen, this girl's pretty chill. I would have been losing my mind. I did actually go back and get a new wedding dress three weeks before the wedding, but I had another dress, a backup dress, that I was like, mm, fine, and then I found my really good dress. I was slightly nervous when I rang my friend and said, I need to go dress shopping. This dress is not right. So when I was trying to put myself in Kate's shoes where she's had the dress she really liked and then someone ruined it by doing shoddy workmanship, I got annoyed on her behalf. As if you've listened to yesterday's show, you would have heard me go, listen, this is not right. You should sue her. We're all going to take her to jail. This is not right. But lovely Kate wrote back to me and I need to share this. She says, hi. 
uh, I found a solution, I hope. A friend of mine who I went to high school with and recently gotten back in touch with is in the fashion industry. She told me that she could make a new slip to put under the lace part, which is uh, the more wearable and fits better. So I'm going to try on this slip that she has made tomorrow. That's right now. Like it could be happening as you're listening to this. I've found a new dress as a backup on stillwhite.com, which I asked the lady if she could hold for me for two weeks as a backup. And she said, no problem, I'm doing this for you. But then she did text me yesterday and told me she sold it. And just good luck with my search. Look, Kate, before I go on, okay, that lady made a sale, but she also gave you a word. And I don't think words mean very much to some people. That's a real shame. I'd hoped that she would have stuck by and maybe got in touch with you and said, potentially, I'm going to sell the dress. But she sold it. Whatever. Again, might I add, I just wish she passed on some phone numbers of some of these people because they're all really annoying me. Gosh, I love a complaint phone call. I'm very polite. I want you to know when I ring and complain and have a go, I kill people with kindness. But then I also get down to business. Sometimes when people don't do what I well, not what I say, what they say they're going to be doing, I think a really polite complaint phone call can go a long way. And then you scare them when you use very serious voice like this. I'm very unimpressed. I want to speak to your manager. See, did you get scared? Probably not. She goes on. So at the moment, we are able to save the lace part even though that was sort of butchered too. But my friend's magic fingers have hopefully saved the day. The alteration shop even managed to burn a hole in the dress bag. And when confronted as to what happened, she simply replied, well, we put a new bag in the bottom of the original. So what's your problem? Oh, fuck off. Wedding is next Thursday. Woohoo! Bring on the party. Love, Kate. Okay. I've, again, I really feel like I need to give this lady a call and go, excuse me. Who do you think you are? I want to speak to you, manager. You're a shit. Anyway, that is a good news ending. So, Kate, thank you so much for updating. I know people would have been concerned and wondering what the hell you're going to do. And I like that you have reconnected in the same uh, you know, time with an old friend who has helped you. Maybe that was meant to be, even though I don't really believe in that. I think it's just good timing, good friendship. Congrats. The Save the Date Wedding Podcast is hosted by comedian Alicia McCormick. She's your virtual bridesmaid who's helping hashtag bridechillas everywhere. If you have a question for Alicia, visit SaveTheDatePodcast.com to send her a message and leave her a voicemail. You can even buy a bridechilla t-shirt and tote while you're there. I am bridechilla, hear me roar! Can I just say that Monday's IKEA test episode, gee whiz, that was a runaway success. We weren't really expecting that. Rich is like, do you think people really want to listen to us moving house? Is that really relevant? And I said, you know what? Yes, I do think it is. And um, I was so delighted with some of the comments. I th- we just had to share them with you. Um, most of these come from Instagram. Uh, Rachel Mears Photography says, love you guys. Telling all of my bride chillers to listen to your podcast. Thank you, Rachel. Deidre D said, love this episode, actually made me want to go to Ikea. And then she does a little cryy, laughy face with a heart. And that's hilarious because I had hoped I wasn't putting people off going to Ikea. As I said, I'd love them to sponsor the show because actually 
and this is not me just sucking up to Ikea, but I looked around the other day and in actually the guide to getting hitched, I talk about Ikea and say, there are so many things you can get for your reception at Ikea, just not getting divorced. Uh, But it's a great place to go and get little things. And you know what? They had the most amazing little napkins there that I purchased some of them, even though we just, you know, probably don't need to ever use fancy napkins. They were really nice, so I grabbed them. Uh, just Tales says, great episode, slightly off topic, but very welcome. You and Rich are just fab. Well, he was delighted to read that. Um, wedding lawyer, oh, Christy Aslan, I love you. She says, a serious relationship test here. Very serious. Very good. I Travers 77 said, I laughed all day at the hands she's quoting here. Thank you for sharing your special find with us. She's talking about the hands from the sex doll that I found in a self-storage unit that looks like they have been dragged through the woods. I'm. Someone has asked me to post a photo and it's fucking disturbing. I will do it. If you really want to see the photo, I can put it up. I don't know if my Instagram profile will be banned from my sex doll. Actually, it's probably more the look on my face. It's like Alicia in pure horrified mode. Go be it says, I'm so glad you made it through. Thanks for sharing your adventures. And lastly, Darcy Brand said, oh my God, that podcast was top-notch shit. You and Rich should do those shows on Hey Lady. So funny, just being you. Well, I showed him because he, I don't know if you're, if you're aware, Rich is in constant denial that you guys like him. He thinks that I make up all the feedback and I was eating breakfast and I'd posted that and you all started posting these lovely comments and I'm like, I'm, you see my hands. I'm not posting, I'm not making up, I'm not photoshopping this shit. They like you. They really like you. Oh dear. Well, if we have another major life event coming up, we will make sure we uh, record it. I don't know what it's going to be. Nothing on the nothing on the cards yet. But if there's something coming up, it's going to happen. Rich will be joining us uh, next week on Friday's episode. He is co-hosting a Save the Date Wedding Q and A Week Ep. And he's also coming to join us uh, later on in May for Groom Chiller Week. That is a whole week devoted to your bloke. It could be devoted to you. Maybe you're the Groom Chiller listening. If you would like to ask me a groom-related question, I would love to receive it. So do get in touch. Also, I'm doing May Chiller Week. It is a couple of months of weeks. We're losing our minds over the weeks. So again, if you have a specific question, maybe you're a maid chiller, you're a bridesmaid. That's my what I call bridesmaids. Maybe you're listening and you have a question. Maybe you have some sort of bridesmaids drama happening, or maybe you're just having a really nice time and you want to tell me about it. I actually, I don't really receive as many emails just saying everything's going well. <laughs> and maybe that's because a lot of the time I'm trying to solve some problems for you. But, you know, maybe you're having a really good time and you've got some suggestions for people that aren't having a good time. So maybe that's something that you could just get in touch and tell me about. There it is. Got a couple of questions I'd love to share with you, if you wouldn't mind. I'm sure you wouldn't. Rhetorically, you can answer that back. Uh, Annie has gotten in touch with me. She says, hi, Alicia. As my honorary bridesmaid, why, thank you, Annie, I need some advice. It could be Anne, by the way. She's got an E on the end of her name. It could be Anne or Annie. My future in-laws think I should be spending time with them before the wedding so we can all get to know each other. Okay, I feel like there's a buck coming along, but that's nice, perhaps. However, here it is. I live two hours away by driving slash bus slash train from them, and I'm not particularly enamored with their behavior. 
<laughs> they feel the wedding is about them and all their family and friends and less about what the bride and the groom actually want from their big day. Burn. The interactions I've had with them through the planning have been rather unpleasant and my decisions and opinions aren't respected by them. We've told them our vision for the day and what we want and they still have gone out of their way to get what they want, including visiting wedding venues, here we go, quote unquote, on our behalf, without our permission. When they decided they hated the venue we already had, put a deposit on. Oh, okay, so they went, oh dear, they went, you put a deposit on it, then they went and saw other venues on your behalf. Shit. In the nine months between now and October, should I make an effort to visit them a couple of times? Frankly, I'm at the point where I don't want to because I feel like it would just be unpleasant as the last two times I've spent time with them in the last month. I don't want to be close-minded, but it also seems ridiculous to spend time with them with their current behavior out of obligation. Thanks, Alicia. Wow. Okay. Here's the thing. In-laws, in-laws are tricky, as we all know. Some people have really good relationships with in-laws. Some people do not and may never. I don't think you can force things. I do think it's a good time of your life to just ease on in with your opinions. Clearly, these people are not necessarily that open-minded with your opinion, which sucks because I think it takes... Uh, both sides to make things work like this but also I like that you are still being assertive and saying no 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 because I think you need to keep that up because you don't want to be a pushover and you don't want them to get the impression that that's what you will be doing all the time and uh, I think I think you need to speak to your fiance about it and get you know his perspective my thoughts are that you should give it one red hot go and try and come up with an activity, a dinner, something that you all might enjoy. You don't have to go and spend hours or days and days. I realize you've got to travel to see them. But I think you shouldn't give up on it. I don't want to be all hokey and schmushy, but I am hopeful that you will be spending time with these people over the rest of your married life, however long that may be. I hope it's long and prosperous. So although this is sort of teething problems, I don't know how long you've known them. I don't know how long you've been together with your fiancé. I do think giving up now might be slightly askew. It might not necessarily be the right thing to do. And I don't mean obligation-wise. I'm not trying to get into saying this is you should do this because it's right. You should go and have a painful weekend because it's the right thing to do. I'm just saying that these relationships can be really tricky. They're not easy. You might decide in a year's time, I'm simply not going to get along with my fiancé's family, my husband's family fine, we'll see each other once a year, close the book on it, that's it. But I do think in the lead up to the wedding, you should be using this not as like a power thing, but to say, I will go and spend time with them and I will force them to spend time with me and we will try and get along because it's probably going to be important to my fiance that we've done that. I don't know. If you really detest these people, I'd say just don't go. But also, I think you should try and have another crack at it. And also, like you said, being open-minded about it, maybe change tact and be a bit more forceful. Really push it. I'm all up for pushing boundaries. Do a George Costanza opposites day, you know, where you are changing around how you would have talked to them. And I'm not saying you have to be rude and be an asshole. I'm just saying maybe if you think this relationship's not really working, change the gears and change the way you're speaking to them. Maybe be a little bit more assertive or forceful without being too rude. I think it can sometimes knock people into the the mindset of going, oh, she means business, or, oh, I hadn't seen it that way. 
I do think you should listen to some upcoming episodes with Dr. Lindsay Beerer, Anne or Annie. Um, she gives some wonderful, wonderful, gosh, I've used it so many times now. I only recorded it last week. Wonderful terminology and ways to phrase things to make sure your message is getting across. It's really powerful if you just change a couple of uh, phrases. It's amazing how things can turn around and it doesn't seem antagonistic and confronting. You're actually saying, I welcome your opinions, but I'm not going to take them on board. <laughs> it's not that. That's not the way you say it, but it's sort of that. And thank you so much, Annie, um, for writing to me. And uh, I'm sorry that things aren't working out as smoothly as you'd hoped. I think it sucks that they've gone and looked for other venues. I think it's very rude. And maybe you should say that to them. You've decided what you want. We're not very impressed with you going behind our backs. And we've made our decision. So suck on it. That's it. By the way, they probably won't appreciate you saying suck on it. I don't know. I could be, just could be me, but it's probably not great advice. Got time for just one more question. And this one comes from the very lovely Kate. She says, hey, Alicia, I recently got, I recently got engaged. I was so excited reading her email and have been slowly introducing myself to the world of wedding planning. I like that. Just ease yourself into it, girl. Very scary, but also very exciting. Couldn't agree more. Your podcast has been a great help and I listen every week. Thank you, Kate. Thank you. So my question to you is, how can you find a non-traditional gown? I have some appointments scheduled at a bridal shop to try on dresses to see what kind of cut type gown fits me. But I intend on purchasing, I don't intend on purchasing anything, just to get an idea of what looks good on me. Can I just say, Kate, that is a great plan. And it's also fun to go and try on some gowns that you probably wouldn't try on before. Because you might go, oh, I like that. Or, forget it. It's ridiculous. I hate it. She says, my budget is uh, not much either. I'd like to keep it around $1,000. That's, I think, quite substantial. Good one. Good one. She says, uh, so, do I look into dress designers? I've researched just gowns in my colors, which are dusty blue and grays. Oh, I love that. And had just very little luck. Any ideas? I feel like my dream dress just isn't out there unless I'm willing to pay $5,000 for an Oscar de la Renta. Oh, thank you for your help. Sincerely, Kate. May I suggest two things straight off the top of my head? Have you checked Rent the Runway or other similar rental websites? Because I shit you not, they have so many options and I'm not a, I'd love them to sponsor me, by the way. I have no affiliation with Rent the Runway, although I should be an affiliate. There it is. Just working through my own business things on air. I have seen so many amazing posts tagged on Instagram and Facebook where brides are now going to rent the runway to rent gorgeous designer gowns in a similar vein to what you're saying quite expensive designer gowns and uh, non-traditional gowns they're not necessarily white sometimes they're sparkly sometimes as you said they're dusty blues grays oh I love that and uh, you can rent them try them on send them back done it's going to cost you very little money and also if you aren't planning to keep the wedding dress afterwards I think that's a really good idea so many lovely people tagged that idea in the wedding hacks question I had a couple of weeks ago which I will be presenting as an episode very soon and I thought that's just fabulous I was very excited to see this week modcloth.com they have released a new bridal range if you are looking for a dress that's under 500 bucks I would suggest looking at that. Also, J. Crew have a lovely um, bridal range that includes some nice 
coloured dresses, not necessarily all cream, white, the beigerie, the beigerie. Beigerie is a new colour and uh, that's worth a look. I do think you need to be looking on websites like ASOS, that's another one. Gilt, G-I-L-T is also something that you should subscribe to if you're looking for a gown that maybe not necessarily be a traditional bridal gown. They have amazing sales. I've subscribed to them for years and you'd be surprised at how many really big designers and also they do do wedding sales as well come up and um, you can have a crack, you can try and you can return. I know they accept returns. They are some online suggestions. I also am always a big fan of department store shopping and looking and going and trying on a bunch of department store style gowns. I know in America, Barney's, Macy's, Nordstrom, they all have really great gown selections, especially if you're living in a capital city. You can go along and try some amazing gowns on that aren't necessarily in that sort of $5,000 price bracket that you're talking about with the Oscar de la Renta. That's how you have to say it, Oscar de la Renta gown. But they have some nice opportunities. And also, after formal and prom season later in the year, crazy discounts. Was that too much information? I hope not, Kate, but I do wish you all the best on your journey of wedding planning. And I'm so glad that you're listening to the show. I'm so glad that you're easing into it and you're not freaking out and you're having a nice time while doing it because that's what it's all about, isn't it, bride chillers? Just having a good time, listening to me tell stories about porno dolls. And uh, if if you still don't know what I'm talking about, please go back to Monday's episode, the IKEA test. Even if you go, I don't care about Alicia and Rich visiting Ikea, fast forward to halfway through the show, actually it's about three quarters of the way, and we tell the story. It's three minutes, maybe ten minutes of your time, listen to it, enjoy it, feel my pain. That's all I'm going to say. Alright, I'm going to wind this up. It's Friday, it's supposed to be a quickie. I've gone over time as usual, really excited about next week. Please send me your questions for the next wedding quickie weeks slash episodes there's going to be so many more also do me a favor buy a t-shirt a tote a mug or a hoodie i'm very happy that i'm selling the hoodies now lovely april got in touch with me bride chiller april and she said alicia make a hoodie because i don't want to put something over my head when i am getting married i don't want my hair to get messed up get me a hoodie and today she purchased a hoodie because i did it for her thank you april you're amazing If you would like to support the show, no jokes, visit shop.savethedatepodcast.com. That's shop.savethedatepodcast.com. That will take you directly to the store and you can make your purchases very simply. All right, have a fabulous rest of your short week if you are having a short week. Until Monday, happy days. Save the Date Wedding Podcast. Don't plan your wedding without it. Do you remember that time when you were maybe 18 or 19 and far too old to be going to your parents asking for money, but you sort of were short and you needed to, and it was sort of a little bit debilitating, demoralizing? I don't know what the right word is for you here. I need a thesaurus. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm asking you for money. And I've tried to make it fun and interesting and throw a personal anecdote in the beginning to make it less orcs. And I don't know if it's worked. Here's the thing. I would love for you to become a Save the Date supporter. I'm not asking for millions of Donald Trump dollars here. Gross. I feel gross for even saying his name. I'm sorry. What I'm asking for you is like a little tip of the hat. If you enjoy the show, find value in the show, perhaps instead of purchasing five coffees this week, you could give those five coffees to me. Not literally. I just mean in monetary form. Don't send coffee. 
please visit savethedatepodcast.com slash support for more information and a very handy PayPal button. Kisses.